For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 157 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That up top is the stoner and Trev joining us here tonight, at least for a little while. So be kind to him while he's here with us. He might have to bail a little bit. You are absolutely a fan favorite, Trev, as uh, they were they were getting in on you last week. And we love to see all of that as we already have a lot of people here streaming, you know, as we stream live every Wednesday here on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter, also known as X. Tony already in the chat. Andre locked on law here as well. TJ in the house. We got Roger, Doug, Gus and ProCad Brian here as well. We appreciate everybody jumping in here on that don't sleep chat as we've got a wonderful, wonderful show for you here on episode 157. In the cool down, it was the biggest buzz and it's the reason why we had it as our thumbnail for this. It was Mel Kuyper's mock draft 1.0, Jaden Daniels to the commanders. We're going to be talking all about that there in the cool down session. Probably maybe not so much of a cool down because I'm sure we're all going to get quite heated in that discussion then during the game we're going to go over the candidates as washington has hired adam peters they are now trying to look into their head coach we've heard lots of rumors about ben johnson going to be the next head coach but we got to pump the brakes a little bit they're still conducting interviews as we speak trying to go through they can't get to ben johnson until next week and I know I told people, and we posted it on, on our Twitter, that I wasn't going to get a haircut or trim the beard until Ben Johnson was hired. But hey, EP's got bigger say in that than I do. So that one happened before you know it. And then here in the warm-up, we're going to be talking about EB as the next head coach as he got an interview and there was some high praise coming from that front office about said interview. We'll talk about how realistic that is. Of course, if you're looking to see who's going to become the next head coach, the odds are out there on Bet Online, and you can head over to Bet Online. Use the code BELIEVE to get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So head, go ahead and do that because they have all of your sports wagering news and info right at your fingertips. You can bet on the NFL playoffs. You can bet on the NBA. It's Lakers and Clippers tonight. Who do you got? Let us know in the chat. And then, of course, head over to Bet Online because Bet Online, where the game starts. Of course, we encourage you to bet responsibly as well. Don't be crazy and bet your 401k like a certain somebody on uh, this podcast continues to do. It's amazing that he'll be able to retire here in a couple of years. EB not going to be retiring anytime soon. Mm. He's not going to bet his 401k on getting the Washington job. Although, gentlemen, 
again, I said he got some really high praise for what he what he did in that interview. Trev, you're already kind of shaking and poo-pooing your head on this one. Why wouldn't you want Eric Bieniemy here as our next head coach in DC? Uh, because his time is up. I mean, it's just now nah, when we when we hired him at the beginning of the season to be OC, I was hyped. I, I if you would ask me this beginning of the season, I'm like, yeah, he's surefire going to be the head coach next year. That's why I got him here. You know, start him off as OC to get him in the seat of HC this year. But I mean, you hear. The drama that came out during the season with him as the OC, players were, you know, not happy. They were uncomfortable. They weren't used to his hardcore ways, which is, I mean, kind of soft. But, I mean, it's, it happens in the league. People are human beings. So it's just it wasn't like a very good connection from the beginning. Um, and I just, I'm just – I'm over it. I, I don't think that we went through – getting Josh Harris and, and crew and now Adam Peters just to be like AEB, you could be the head coach. I mean, he's interviewed so many other places for the HC spot and didn't get it for a reason. I think we kind of see that why now, why he didn't get it. Um, if he stays on another capacity, that's cool. But next, the head coach from here, I just don't see us having the, the star power we have in the front office just to be like, here, EB, here's your chance to be head coach. I do think that's an, that's a great point you make there, Trev, as this front office feels different than previous ones. Snyder might have been in a position where he would have to hire Eric Bieniemy because no one wanted to work for him, and you already got a guy in the building, and so you're like, hey, you're already working for me. Get promoted. Kind of like a you know Zorn happened that kind of way, hired as an offense yeah. coordinator. No one wanted the head coaching job. And so Zorn ended up with that head coaching position. So I do, I absolutely agree with that point where I kind of do disagree with you, Trev, is the fact that I think he's shown this year, not on the field, mind you, but I think that he showed this year that he has the capacity to be a head coach, the way he handled himself in front of the media, the way that he was handling himself with players and that front office, I think that he has that head coach potential. Remember, we heard before he came here how you know he just he would get these interviews and nothing would happen. You got it. He was like, you could, you figured he couldn't speak or he couldn't talk to what he was trying to do. And then he gets in front of the DC media, and he's a star, and mm -hmm. he absolutely won us over. Remember, why not Washington? We fell in love, and then he articulates himself so well when he does his press conferences with the media, when he talked about Sam Howell and his progression, I mean, he called it what it was. He was like, he's just not playing well enough, but there's these, and he started talking about the tools and what he has and how he can be successful. So I think he showed that he could be a head coach this year. The problem is he didn't really show it on the field, but I, Stoner, do you think that hurts him more as an offensive coordinator? Do you think they can see past that if he were to look to be the head coach here in DC? Well, I think it's just a little it's a little too much to kind of think of him as the head coach here. I think he is head coach material, as you just mentioned, as both of you have really mentioned. He is a leader of men. I believe that. But I don't believe that he's actually a very good offensive coordinator. He had a 17-game audition this year. That was That's his resume to Washington fans and the Washington organization. He had 17 games to prove himself as an offensive coordinator and it didn't work. Did he do well as a leader? I think probably he did in the future that that may be his role. His best role is as 
a head coach, the CEO style type head coach. You get a different offensive coordinator, get a different defensive coordinator and let him go out there and lead the organization. But it's not here. It's just, it's not going to be here. I think, I think the telltale sign for me was how many of these guys have been interviewed or we're, we're up to seven or eight different guys have been interviewed, right? How many guys have gotten a uh, a statement about the interview? One, mm. Eric Bieniemy. They haven't said anything about anybody else about how it's gone or whatever. They've gone out of their way to make him look good because it didn't work well here. So they've made him look good to be able to help him along his way out the door. We're going to help you. We're going to give you all the the praise and everything. We're going to give you good, uh, uh, you know. Um, recommendation letters and all this to everybody else. It's just not, it's not going to be here. This is a clean house situation and they're just not going to hire a guy who came in as an offensive coordinator and gave him a chance. And he was actually either on par or worse than the guy the year before that you fired. It's just not going to happen here, but I think he is head coach material. Absolutely. That is, that's interesting. I didn't even think about your note there, Stoner, on the fact that they've interviewed all of these, but the only one they've spoken about is Eric mm-hmm. Enemy. Now, maybe a little less tinfoil hattie on this, but it could be because he's an in-house candidate and they can speak about him. You can't necessarily always speak about the candidates from outside of your team. And so that mm-hmm. might be one of the reasons why. I do think that, Eric Bieniemy's chances of becoming a head coach here are very, very slim, if not none. And, and there's the talk of him becoming yeah. an offensive coordinator here. And I also don't see that happening. One of the reasons why we separated Eric Bieniemy from the rest of the candidates is because of his special situation. Having been here through the four and thirteen season, having worked with uh, with Ron Rivera, and now he's you know been interviewed. One of the other aspects of this, Trev, that with the Eric Bieniemy to DC kind of movement or non-movement, as it were, is all of the head coach candidates that they were looking at came out in that first day, came out within hours of each other. They were requesting these interviews. All of that was very public. Eric Bieniemy didn't get his interview publicized until, you know, a week after. Yeah. Yeah. Not a week after. Trev, does that speak to how much of the legitimacy of his interview is for him being coming the head coach here in DC? Um, I think it's it, it says that we have requested everybody from the outside that we want to talk to that can possibly come in here and, and do the right thing. So if you remember, Peter said he's going to start evaluating everything from players to the coaching staff right away. So now they have the candidates and all the interviews set up. Now they can start evaluating our, our current staff. I think EB it was the very first one that they did that to become head coach. So maybe that's why it wasn't publicized with everybody else because we did everybody, I mean, things on the outside first and then focus on the inside. But for a legitimate, um, it's a legitimate interview. It just happened to come after we want to go window shop for all the shiny new toys. Now we're, we're going to look at, hey, maybe this crayon still works or this toy, this remote control car still has some life in it. Let's see what it's got left. And um, also, who else would you honestly ask outside of Rivera about how the season went? You you got rid of Rivera. So now who you want to talk to about the roster, about how the staff sure. went, how the season went, EB's mm-hmm. the next one up. So maybe that was part of the reason why 
he was interviewed to be head coach because it's like, but all right, Adam Peters is just trying to get that. Yeah, info he's just trying to, you know, he's been, great. He's, been, he's been very, yeah. very thorough. Like he said, maybe this is part of the thorough that he's doing. So it's a legitimate interview. It's just not a splash one because it's, it's from it's from the inside, not the outside. I do appreciate you calling it a legitimate interview because I've seen people try to brush it off as a Rooney rule type thing, but that's not the case. You already have minority coaches on the wish list. Uh, Raheem Morris, you know, uh, Weaver, uh, Glenn, right? I mean, these are players that are, are, are coaches that, you know, would satisfy the Rooney rule. So at Eric Bieniemy interview wasn't for that. It had to be for something deeper. Now we've talked a lot about like it's not going to happen and that we don't want it to happen. But mm. Stoner, are there any positives to keeping Eric Bieniemy here and promoting him to full time head coach? Yeah, I you know I let me just say for the record this is not what I want. But you're asking talk me us into it. it talk us into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I Sell think the positives are. Look, he is absolutely 100% a leader of men. People will run through the wall for Eric Bieniemy. They'll also run through the wall for Ron Rivera. So it that only takes you so far. That gets you to a certain point. But what he has shown that he cannot do, at least in the 17 games that we saw him this year, is he can't necessarily coach guys above what they're natural ability is he can't get more out of guys than what their ability is you have guys who either regressed or stayed the same how many guys in this roster improved offensively improved from last year to this year uh, uh maybe curtis samuel is the, is the only one that really improved maybe b rob but i mean b rob was hurt so much last year that yeah. not so much but he missed like six games last year but yeah, there's only so many guys that actually improve. So what does that tell you? He couldn't kind of bring the level of guys up. But they're, they're, to a man, those guys will tell you that they play hard for Eric Bieniemy because he inspires them. He's just not very good at necessarily designing an offense. And if you can't coach guys to a certain level, then why do you want him to be the guy who's coaching everybody not just the offense. But again, I think he is going to be a head coach in this league. Not this year. I was about to say, probably not this season. Years, sure. He is going to be a head coach in this league. I think I think he's more than likely probably going to end up back in Kansas City after everything shakes out and Could be. try to it bring works. their offense back because they, they've talked extent, you know, talked extensively about how. Kansas City and the players and everything saying they're missing him. And, and on the player aspect, a lot of people agreed B Rob was somebody who improved this year under Eric Bienemy, which is interesting because we know that he was pass happy, almost 70% passing uh, yeah. over the course of the year. The players are somebody that Josh mm -hmm. Harris has openly talked about saying that they should have a bit of a say in who stays here or who, who comes here, who they respect. He, he didn't put a lot of emphasis on it. I think some people took it to mean that the players can pick the coach, and I don't think he was going that route. But I think what he's looking for is he wants to make sure that he has a, a leader of men, as you put it, Stoner. Mm -hmm. But, Trev, there was plenty of conversations about how people didn't like working under Eric Bieniemy. 
So how would how does that translate? How do you how does Eric being me overcome that to become the head coach here? Again, I'm trying to find some positive things here for us to talk about when it comes to Eric being me coming to DC in case it happens because I don't want us all to be negative and then he gets hired and we're like, oh, we're done. <laughs> yeah. well, I might be that way. If, nah, he if I might be done if he gets hired as head coach. It's just tough because it feels like when you come to Washington, you're you're taking a huge risk of your career sure. being sure. deaded, mm-hmm. not if not deaded, like minimized. But if you start off here and leave, you flourish. A la Sean McVay, mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur. We all know the coaching tree. So I mean, I guess if if you you got to ask the captains. You got to ask Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. You got to ask Jonathan Allen. You got to get them all in the room together so you can kind of feel as how the locker room and the roster went as a whole, not just offense and defense. It's just, it's just hard because EB came from Kansas City, right? Where they had talented players on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. like more than two or three that you can list. Started with Pat Mahomes all the way down to Juan Thornhill when he was a safety there. Like, you know, it was it was good. But then you bring him here to Washington where you have Terry McLaurin on offense and Jonathan Allen on defense, essentially. And that's it. And it like Stoner said, E B looks like he like he called a bad offense. Maybe he did, but maybe the players just weren't competent enough to run that offense. Hmm. We didn't have the talent, we didn't have the stability, we didn't have the continuity for that to happen. So it's kind of hard to judge that. But for him to I'm trying to find a positive too. I don't know. Just talk to the captains. It is. It's one of the. It, it, I think it's so hard it on a four and thirteen season. One right. where you saw the team scoring again at the bottom of the league. I mean, they weren't they weren't as bad uh, so, statistically as they were last year. But I mean, it wasn't that big of an improvement. So then, if we do hire Ben Johnson, rumor has it he's going to bring O line coach Hank Fraley, which I think is a spoonerism for <laughs> should be Frank Haley, but it's Hank Fraley. And a B Mitch is on there saying he played with them and he knows if the players don't want to work, he's going to tell them pack your bags and leave. Well, isn't that kind of what EB brought to the organization mm-hmm. this year? And sure. some players were kind of like standoffish to it and had their guard up. So if that happens, is that going to happen again? I guess it just depends on the type of culture and players you have in the locker room. Some players can handle the lackadaisical Jay Gruden nipple-twisting coaching, and others don't mm-hmm. like the EB coming from a winning culture of Andy Reid, Super Bowl, AFC, like winning culture. They don't adapt to that just easy off after one season. So it's, it's EB's in a hard spot. I don't well, see him being a – you know. So Yeah, but the thing I never understood from the beginning – was why he left Kansas City. And that's, we talked about it when it was kind of the rumor was out there that he was going to come here and be the offensive coordinator. And we were just like, or at least I was just like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why Mm -hmm. would he leave such a good situation to come here when you know it's a lame duck season? We knew it was a season where Ron Rivera was just going to play it out. And Mm -hmm. that's that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Why would he leave that great situation to come here where really the only thing that could happen is your reputation would take a hit to the negative side. Yeah. I, I you always have to bet that. on yourself though, right? And I think that's what he he was doing. The the talk when he was in Kansas City was always that it wasn't his offense. It was right. Andy Reid and he's sure. not calling plays and all this. I mean, you heard it this season over and over again. You're at like, what was it week 16 
that somebody, you know, one of the media came and were like, what's it feel like to call plays for the first time? And he was like, well, going to stop you there. Been calling plays for six years. And, and so like that reputation is just carried with him. He needed to get out of Andy Reid to find himself a head coach position. And he thought this year was going to go better. He really, he had to. Why? Because you believe in yourself. Don't you believe uh, in yourself? When you sit down to do your job, don't you go like, I can rock this. I know the fact I've got this. That's what, that's what Eric Benamy did. And he came here and it just didn't work out. For lots yeah. of reasons, he had his yeah. interview. He had he had a chance to explain himself on why that happened and yeah. how things happened. And we agree here; it's just not going to work out for him in Washington. We wish him the best. It hasn't been official that he's been let go because it hasn't been official. We've hired one of the candidates that we're going to be talking about here. Uh, one of them is not, unfortunately, to Jerry and to Stoner. Not going to be Jim Harbaugh. Uh, news popping out right now. He's going to head to the Chargers so you can stop wishing for, for Jim Harbaugh to come here in Washington. Plenty of reasons for him to pick that team, but there's plenty of reasons for teams or, or these coaches to pick Washington. We'll talk about that here in the game.